0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Me, target, edit of on in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects Powered by the brand that you come to know and trust Destination Devi, Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast He goes by the name of Ben Eby You can find him on all social media platforms At the Ben Eby You Be ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen smash that subscribe button let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel here we go
1: what's up elite seekers here we are episode 24 and uh it's gonna be a good one we got some big time news out of the underclassmen this one we are talking about class of 2023 draft eligible eric gilbert the top tight end recruit according to 24 7 sports Composite scores of all time. So uh, Eric, as you guys know, is my number one overall tight end, and he's probably just about everybody else's number one overall tight end. Now that Kyle Pitts is in the NFL, he has all of the tools to be as good as Pitts or better. He's ginormous. He just has incredible hands, agility, and he's just, you know, that bully mentality that we like to see from our future elite prospects. This week, he finally announced where he was going to be ending up after finishing his freshman season at LSU. He ended up in the transfer portal, and we weren't sure where he was going to go. Sounded like he was going to end up at Florida, and then that kind of didn't happen. Backed out last second for whatever reason, and uh, now we know his destination. He is going to be joining Darnell Washington, the other 2023 eligible tight end at the University of Georgia. So they have a huge pickup. Someone I think is really going to help fill the void for George Pickens with him being lost with the knee injury this spring. Um, definitely a huge hit for them, but I'm excited to see what Eric Gilbert is able to bring to the table, assuming he plays right out of the gates, being there with JT Daniels, a guy that you know we could really see move up the draft boards early on. So I'm pumped up. This is a great landing spot. We continue to see him battle in the SEC coming off of an amazing true freshman season where he really flashed potential at a position where it usually takes guys a little bit of time to figure it out. But again, we are talking about the highest rated tight end high school recruit of all time. So, you know, it's just, it's a big time fit and and I'm excited. They got some weapons over there at Georgia. So they're hoping to turn things around and start to crawl back up that sec ladder. Cause you know, it's always a battle. If you got Alabama's and LSU's you're going up against weekly. So It's going to be a big-time thing, but we're happy to see Eric Gilbert find a home. Let's hope that he gets on the field right out of the gates. I am hyped for it, but let's talk about the episode that we're going to get into today. I already gave you guys the number one overall player at each of the major offensive positions for the 2025 draft-eligible class according to 24-7 Sports, but now I want to give you the guys that I think could challenge for the throne when it's all said and done. When we're playing the game of Debbie fantasy football or really any fantasy football, even talking about rookies and things like that, once you get to the NFL level, I think it's really important and it's something we don't see all the time. It's really important that analysts are willing to pivot and adjust. You know, It's okay to make a call, but it's okay to say when you're wrong. And I think when we're talking about guys that are in high school right now or coming out of high school... There are just so many things that can happen between now and potentially making it into the NFL draft or becoming an undrafted free agent. So we have to be willing to pay attention to what is going on for for multiple prospects. We can't just be top heavy, but things are going to change. There's things like injuries and transfers and new recruits coming in and coaching changes and blah, blah, blah. There's just so much stuff out there that will absolutely affect what players are going to make it and and who truly will be those elite players at the end of the day when their college career is over and when they're moving on to that NFL level and we won't even talk about the challenges once they get to that point. So, really really important that we're uh, kind of giving you, you know, information across the board and this is why I wanted to give you the 2025 players that I think could potentially challenge for the throne. Yes, there's guys that are ranked number 1 right now, but the chances that they will be ranked Number one at the very end of the day when their college careers are over is is going to be, a, you know, probably a 50 50 at best. And, and that's just the world we live in. That is the reality of all of the challenges these college football players are going to face. So let's talk about quarterback. Let's talk about running back wide receiver and tight end today. I will tell you who the guy was. If you didn't get, catch the last episode, who was number one in the 2025 class? Who is the person that I believe could challenge to be number one by the end of it? And uh, it really comes down to tools and, and potential situation for me. But again, we're talking about guys that just finished up their junior year in high school. So they still have a senior season to go before they officially sign. A lot of these guys are going to be committed, but that's only verbal until they are signed on paper. And then even after that, we know transfer happened. Guys get released. All sorts of things happen. But let's let's stop chattering. Let's get right into the quarterback position for you. Okay, quarterback position. We already told you who it was that was number one according to twenty four seven sports and really any recruiting service out there. That is currently Quinn Ewers. He is a big time quarterback, just one of the best recruits out of the high school level that we've seen in some time. He's currently committed to Ohio State. Um, You know, I definitely think there's a chance that he could decommit from there and look at his options. We're coming off of this COVID year. So a lot of these guys are looking to do some more visits. And uh, depending how a a C.J. Stroud or a Kyle McCord do at Ohio State, we could see Quinn decide to move on. Or he just doesn't care and he believes in his talent. And he goes to Ohio State anyway and, and goes and takes over day one. That's the type of dude he is. So in order to find someone that could potentially challenge for that number one overall quarterback position, I mean we gotta we gotta look pretty hard because we're talking about some big time shoes to fill. And uh we're not gonna go too far. We're gonna we're gonna go to a guy that is currently committed to Texas. That is Malik Murphy out of gardenia california he is a six four and a half, 225 pound quarterback who can absolutely move the ball he is huge he's playing for junipero Serra out of california and uh man coach sark has a really good one coming in uh assuming he officially signs there we just saw him at a recent event um break the high school record and, and win the long ball competition throwing for 79 yards he threw the ball 79 yards in the air. That's just unbelievable. When you consider the NFL record for a contest like that is 80 yards set by Vinny Testaverdi. So that record goes back a little ways, but just tells you what kind of cannon this kid has. And you know what? He's not just all arm. You know, you listen to his interviews. You see how he plays seven on seven as you get a better understanding of how he talks to his players and, and the swag he has and the fun he's having out there. This kid does it all, man. He is a true leader out there. I mean, at that stature, I think guys naturally are going to look up to him. But when you see him just move around the field, he's not going to go out there and beat you with his legs. His footwork in the pocket looks really, really good. He's able to, you know, move up in the pocket. I think his high school team did a good job of blocking for him and, and kind of keeping that pocket pretty safe. But he gets rid of the ball fast. He he anticipates. You love to see him in seven on seven because, you know, you're getting rid of the ball in, in that two second time frame. So. It's a lot of fun. He just slings it as great anticipation. He trusts his arm. He's able to make every throw. His deep ball is already of NFL level. I already told you that he can just throw it crazy far down the field. But, I mean, just the touch that he has on it and the ability to hit his receivers in full stride is special. Uh, You love to see him throw it to the back corner of the end zone as well. He can throw it sideline to sideline. He has no problem fitting it in tight windows because of his velocity and just how fast he can throw the ball Um, he's special man I know 24-7 sports compares him to Jameis Winston and I think you know we haven't seen all the interceptions luckily so that part of it uh, is definitely probably unwarranted when you think about Jameis Winston but from a talent standpoint Jameis Winston is able to make every throw and You know, we might see something different from him with the Saints this year. So I'm pretty pumped up for that. When you're talking about a kid with that type of level, we're talking about a number one overall pick potential. That's what it is. This guy has all of the tools that you want to see in an elite prospect. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a special one. I think this is going to be a battle for a long time. This kid, Malik Murphy, is ultimate, ultimate competitor. He is just a natural leader. And everything we're hearing about his work ethic off the field as well just seems to play right into uh, someone that's going to be elite. And so I'm I'm pumped up for this one. If he does officially sign with Texas with Coach Sark, they got a ton of weapons coming in there already. I've mentioned Xavier Worthy before as a guy that kind of has those Devonta Smith type skills, just blazing speed, incredible hands. Um, you know, smaller frame for sure, but just someone that can stretch the field and go up and just contort his body and make incredible catches. He'll have him to slang the rock to. Um, he's also trying to recruit fellow 2025 wide receiver Evan Stewart, who is a star in the making as well. Uh, had been committed to Texas, then decommitted, but Texas is still in his top school. So, hey, you look for the weapons, you look for the situation. Um, it's going to be special. And I think that Texas would be a great landing spot now that Coach Shark is there. Malik Murphy could absolutely challenge Quentin Ewers for the throne when it's all said and done.
0: Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply see rules banking services provided by mvb bank incorporated member fdic maximum balance and transfer limits apply
1: two one running back position is here we are going to talk about who the challenger to the throne is currently 24 7 sports has the number one running back in the nation out of the 2025 draft eligible class as emmanuel henderson currently committed to Alabama. Of course, we know how the Roll Tide coaching staff rolls. It's just uh, another one for them. That's that's what they do. So someone that's going to challenge for that position as the number one running back is Jaden Blue out of Houston, Texas, currently at Klein Kane High School. But let's start off before we get into what he's all about. Let's start off by talking about a big time decision that he has made that is, you know, causing a ton of waves on Twitter and. And recruiting services, and something that we're probably gonna see is going to make him drop in the rankings before anything. But, you know, with this COVID season having just gotten over, I'm not sure we can really judge a kid on a decision like this. And, and we don't even know if the decision will change. So, Jaden just recently announced he is going to forego his senior season of high school football to really decrease the wear and tear on his body and put all of his focus into getting ready or the Division One college football scene. This is a tough one. You know, I don't really know how to judge it. Um, again, you never know what's going on in the life of a kid, especially when we're talking about a high school kid. Um, and, and this is a guy who does carry the ball quite a bit. His sophomore season is kind of when he burst onto the scene in Texas. He had 205 carries for 1,600 rushing yards and 16 touchdowns while adding another 15 receptions for 108 yards. And then he comes back his junior season. So 2020, he runs it 227 times for 2,155 rushing yards and 30 touchdowns, adding on another 14 receptions for 88 yards. So this kid is definitely what you would call a workhorse. But, you know, is he really missing out on playing with his teammates and his coaches? Um, You know, people are saying, is this a guy that's just about himself and, and not his team? That's tough. You know, I think the mental side is a big deal. Um, but you don't want to judge someone for, for what they decide to do with their body and their life. So I'm, I'm going to refrain from that. I think I just hope he's making the best decision for him and his family. And, uh, you know, I hope teams don't really look down at that. I think, you know, you got to respect people um, and, and kind of understand what's going on there. But it is, you know, a flag. It's worth looking into. It's worth kind of understanding um, as a piece of the pie as we uh, talk about these future elite potential uh, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks, whatever position doesn't really matter. But Jaden Blue is one of the most talented running backs I've seen at the high school level in some time. It blows me away that he's actually not already rated as the number one running back because he is as smooth as he comes when he runs the ball. He seems to just kind of glide through the defense and he has incredible vision that's like the first thing that really stood out to me i mean he has good size and there's definitely um some shiftier guys that are ranked a little bit higher than him but i believe you know at the 5'11 and a half 205 pounds he already is the way he's able to just glide through guys um 24 7 compared him to jonathan taylor i think um you know looking back to some of jonathan taylor's training camp videos last year and um it really reminds me of, of Jonathan Taylor running through defenses and just sliding and gliding and you know, putting a foot in the ground and making subtle moves to um, blow by his defenders with a, with a great balance of speed and power. Uh, Jaden consistently stiff arms guys, consistently trucks guys over and really finishes plays. But he makes a lot of guys miss. And just the acceleration that he has, the burst that he has, makes him special. If he ends up at Texas, I think there's no question to me that he is uh, the heir apparent to Bijan Robinson. He's currently, you know, verbally committed to Texas. And I think Coach Sark is going to be on that, you know, and really pay attention to what's going on with this situation. But, you know, being a hard commit there already, I I don't see too much changing uh, his decision. He has a 4-3-1 shuttle time already locked in 10 foot one broad jump. Um, and, and this kid is just he's special, man. 10.700 meter dash and track at his size. It, it just looks different when he runs. I love how he can just put a little shoulder shake or, uh, you know, give a dead leg and, and just be gone. He consistently impressed me with NFL level moves to pair with that vision. He's extremely patient behind his block. So please pay attention to Jaden Blue and uh, where he ends up, which I think will be Texas. But again, he's not playing his senior season. So it's a, it's a fork in the road for us at this point. Let's pay attention to the news and I'll keep you updated as I hear more. But this is my guy that I think, not eventually, I think he is the number one running back for me already in 2025. He is a special, special talent.
0: Give me target, identify, knocking on in three, two, one. <laughs>
1: Next up, we are going to talk about the wide receiver position and who could potentially challenge Luther Burden for the throne in the 2025 draft eligible class. This is a special prospect who is a major athlete that I think is just scratching the surface to what he can do. I just love his mentality when he plays, um, you know, and I think that's what stood out to me. Also, understanding that he is such a standout at three different sports Once he is fully committed to football full time, I think you're going to see him ascend even higher. And that's probably why he's a little bit under the radar right now. But that is none other than Tete Roa McMillan, also known as T-Mac, out of Servite High School in California in Anaheim area. Man, what a stud. Six foot four, 185 pounds. He is a big time recruit in basketball volleyball and football, but we know he's going to go football already, so he's trying to figure out where he's going to go. His highlights are fun to watch. Check out his seven-on-seven. Seven. I highly recommend that. You get a chance to really see what his mentality is like. He is a Randy Moss type, go get it, and I'm going to tell you all about it after I snatch the ball out of the air way above you where you had no chance to even... You know, think about getting in it, but he's 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 special, man, and he's he's tough, he's mean out there, and I love that. You know, it reminds me a little bit of an Ajay Hall from that standpoint. I think Ajay is a lot faster, um, but this kid has some speed as well. T Mac really has a frame that I think he'll be able to add a bunch of weight, and uh, he is dominant, man. He is dominant. You got to see him play on defense as well as a safety, which I thought was really special. I think at the high school level, if you get a chance to play. You know, defensive back or safety when you're at a receiver position, it really gives you a heads up to uh, understanding the nuances as you grow as a player and how to beat opposing defenses in the future. So I think he's got a a big time uh, head up there. He is a smart receiver and uh, just runs great routes for his size. Super fluid. And uh, his jumping ability is, is something special. I think that's why he's a major major volleyball star as well. If you check out, I'm not a big volleyball guy, but watching his highlights, it's just spike after spike after spike. Um, it's it seems like he doesn't just jump high. He he hangs in the air, and it probably comes from you know both the basketball and volleyball backgrounds. And it absolutely translates to the football gridiron for him. He is going to have to work on speed. And again, I think football speed is a lot different than than other sports. So. He has a lot of room to grow there once he commits fully to the football position. But after he catches the ball, he just, you know, has a great ability to make guys miss. And, um, you know, 24-7 sports already is comparing him a little bit to A.J. Green. I think he glides on the field like that. A.J. Green is probably a little bit faster. But again, we're talking about a kid who is just finishing up his junior year of high school football. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, see where he goes. We really have no idea right now. He's getting offers from all over schools like Arizona, Oregon, Stanford, USC, Arizona State, uh, 23 total offers across the board. But, you know, he might follow uh, his his high school quarterback as well over there, in Arizona. So we'll see. And uh, I, I'm pumped up for this one. T-Mac, a.k.a. Tete Roa McMillan, is somebody you need to mark down for 2025. He will probably make a big jump this year, I assume, with a full year of football under his belt as well.
0: Target on three, two, one.
1: And that leaves us with the tight end position. We are going to talk about who could challenge Jake Johnson for the number one overall tight end throne out of the 2025 draft eligible class. And I almost wanted to talk about Oscar Delt, but... Oscar already is rated as the number one tight end on some other platforms, so I figured I would I would dive in a little bit more. Uh, this one is a is a guy that I think is either going to be a major major tight end talent, or you know he could be a future bust. He's definitely more of the high risk high reward guy, but his ceiling is as high as anybody in this class, and probably anybody within a couple classes of him. And that is six foot five, two hundred and ten pound Jaleel Skinner out of Greer High School in Greer, South Carolina. He is getting a major press uh, from the recruiting side from Florida, especially after the whole Eric Gilbert debacle where they thought they had him and then they didn't have him and and whatever happened there. So we got Florida, Florida State, Alabama, Clemson, South Carolina, all after this kid. He has 25 offers on the table. And uh, he is he's slender as heck, but athletically it is special. His wingspan is over 80 inches and uh, he's just a ginormous wide receiver out there. That's all he plays in high school right now anyway. So you're not going to get a whole lot from the blocking side of things, but this is, this is absolutely the type of guy that a Florida wants. They're probably pitching to him. Hey, come on, come on down. Let's make you the next Kyle Pitts Cause he definitely has the frame to put on another 25, you know, ish pounds. And, and, become that guy. He really has the potential. He's just so fluid out there. 24-7 compares him to a Jared Cook. I think that's super accurate. You know, Kyle Pitts is probably in that same mold. Just the, the really tall, wide receiver type tight end guy that can move all over the field and, and, you know, is already able to run some routes. Just catch radius and overall size just create so many mismatches on the field. There's no DBs that are going to be able to match up with his his wingspan. You throw it up to him. There's the linebackers are just going to get blown away from his speed. So this is a guy that's going to be a project. And I don't think he's going to step on and contribute as a freshman. But who knows? We'll see. He has a whole nother year of high school football. Let's see what weight he gets up to. Could he get up to 220 before he finishes his high school career? I think that's, you know, definitely possible. But Jaleel Skinner needs a great landing spot. I would love to see him in Florida. See how they continue to develop at the tight end level. Alabama would be cool as well. But let's see. Let's see where he ends up. All of the athleticism, the frame is what you absolutely love. The wingspan, the catch radius is something special. And it absolutely yells elite prospect from the tight end position. This is a guy that, you know, could put it all together and be one of those Kyle Pitts type tight ends in the future. So let's see what happens. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But the platform is there. And uh, here we go. It's going to be a fun one. So that's it for me. That is all I got for you this week. That means it is time for the quote of the show. And this one comes from actor Will Rogers. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Absolutely love that one. Short and sweet. But hey, don't dwell on the past. Learn from things. Learn from failures. You know, celebrate successes. And then stay in the present. You know, whatever it is you're doing, work, life, family, sports, coaching, any of it, whatever it is, you know, continue to move forward and build great memories now, but that is all I got for you. I appreciate you guys. Hard to believe next is episode 25, so keep rocking with us. Make sure you are subscribed to Destination Devi on whatever platform it is, and be sure to go over to YouTube and check out the videos that Ray and Jordan have been putting together especially the black box show. It has been special. I love it. It is one of my favorite shows to check out, you know, blending culture and sports and just real talk all together. So I appreciate you guys rocking with elite seekers. That is all I got for you. We will see you next week. Elite seekers out.